everybody, welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. We have missed you, and we hope you've missed us too. We've been starting out every podcast with this, um, we've missed you routine for the past like half a year. Well, it's it's true, but you know, that's what happens I'm when you got busy lives it's like been, that. It's been sparse uh, of late. It has been sparse. We apologize for that. Life has gotten in the way. You know, you got all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, and the holidays. Holidays coming up. Holidays woo. from woo, woo. The holidays. <laughs> <laughs> got to watch out for them holidays, holidays y'all. All right. Them holidays. But we're glad to be back on the uh, the airwaves with you. We are the Sour Mash Tours team. I'm Dylan. I'm Danielle. And I am Andy. And yeah, we're here to talk all things bourbon and fun and basically just riff with you for the next you know the drill. 30 or 40 minutes? Depending on how long we Maybe go. Maybe 25. Yeah. We don't Depends on how much we have to talk about. about. Exactly. Yeah. I think we have a decent amount to talk about today, yeah. really. It's been a while since we've done the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty sluggish, though, today. I'm not going to lie. It's those. Uh, it's the, the, the seasonal affective disorder, man. I think, I think me, it's it more the, the Jeff Ruby's lunch that he had today. Yeah, we had an office lunch today at Jeff Ruby's. And I, I know, a, right? I had a... Uh, a New York strip steak for lunch. What in the world? And a wedge salad. He messages <laughs> me direct, directly after work and said, I'm sluggish. I'm like, what? what's going on? He said, I had Jeff Ruby's. And I had a Sazerac okay. cocktail also. Man. Wow. You know what we blessed. got? We got to go to the Old Louisville Tavern, which I do recommend everybody go yeah, check it out. It's good. awesome. Oh, yeah. We got some frickles, and I had to pay for my own damn drinks. Yeah, we had, we <laughs> You got free frickles, though. We did have to pay for our own drinks. Okay. It's um, corporate policy everywhere. Uh... For us, I don't know why. That was just like what my boss randomly decided. He was like, yeah, you guys can put the food on the company, but you got to pay for your own drinks. Yeah, he's tired of your shit and this not year. Everybody, <laughs> not everybody got drinks. Um, but I, had, I felt like I had to have a cocktail. I was having it's a holiday steak. lunch. I was having a steak yeah, for lunch. Yeah. Well, that's Andy's humble brag for, oh, no. <laughs> for the cast. That was just a brag, really. There's no humble. There's no humble it. in it at all. Just, right. I had a big lunch at Jeff Ruby's, and now I'm feeling awfully tired. Yeah, he's still tired, guys. It's 5.30 p.m. I'm not going to have dinner. Probably. I, I strongly, I strongly uh, disagree with that. You're going to have dinner for sure. You think sure. I'll have dinner? Oh, I think, absolutely. I think your wife needs the to eat, The only thing too. I could eat right yeah. now. I would like to eat, personally. <laughs> would be movie theater popcorn. There's oh, always snap. room for movie theater popcorn. Are you wanting to go to a movie? Maybe. No. no. I thought you were sluggish. <laughs> That's a, not a bad thing to do when you're sluggish. Go to the movies. Okay, no, anyway. I'm just saying, we'll, you know, we'll talk about plans later. I'll, I'll be like... I was just saying, like, what what could I always eat? Like, I'll be so full. I'll say I'm not going to get popcorn. Oh, yeah. You get a date night talk <laughs> go on during a podcast. We go to the movies. I just and want you guys to be involved the, in this planning. I smell the popcorn, and I can always have room for popcorn. That That's was, true. That was what I was ripping on a little bit. I like that. I get it. I get that. I understand. I mean, I get it. I don't. I disagree. I'm not really a popcorn kind of person. Mm. What was your holiday lunch at work, Danielle? Um... We did. <laughs> we had our holiday lunch yesterday, um, and we went to a Christmas hibachi lunch. Mm. Um, I watched the Benihana Christmas episode of The Office, <laughs> and I was inspired. And then I found out that a few of the guys at work had never been to hibachi. And so uh, I selfishly scheduled a hibachi lunch, but everybody was into it. So we went to Shogun and had hibachi. I've never um, been to Shogun. That was my first time. Um, and it was good, but they've got a koi pond in the front of the um, restaurant that mm-hmm. I feel as though some of the fish may have been dead <laughs> based on the smell. 
Did that, in there. Did that get in while you were eating your lunch? No, that was that was post. That's good. We came in. It was it was like very clean bleach smell. Ah. Something happened. Then that's when all the fish. Maybe were the dead bleach killed the left. fish. Yeah, right. the bleach. But it was hilarious because for those of you who watched The Office, there was a bridge over the koi pond, and I was uh, yet again uh, reminded of the episode where. Michael uh, fell into the pond. Yeah. And Jim yeah. doesn't help him. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, so it was very good. But we also had our company Christmas party this past weekend, which was also Andy's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Another year around the sun. That's right. 36 big ones. Woo! Getting up there. Oh. Getting a midlife crisis time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. We'll say that then when Andy buys his first motorcycle uh, in 2020. Nah. No, that's enough. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, we did hibachi lunch. Yeah. It was great. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And for this here podcast, we're drinking um, a new product yeah. against its older version. Yeah, we're trying a little little comparison right now. So we are we're actually drinking uh, Baker's from Jim Beam, one of the lesser known of the, uh, of, of the, uh, the small batch series that they have. Uh, it was Beautiful chime <laughs> there, right? too. Is that my glasses? Yeah, that was, that was, that was awesome. your glasses hitting. It was wonderful. But, uh, so yeah, so Baker's uh, one of the least known of the, the small batch series. Underrated, in my opinion. 107 proof, uh, aged seven years. Uh, against this new Baker's that I actually found uh, in our uh, our local liquor store, uh, Our Place Liquors, one of, uh, one of our play, uh, favorites, Kate mm. and I. Yeah. Uh, and this is Baker's Single Barrel. So, single barrel product of Baker's. Uh, same proof, still at 107, uh, but this is aged eight years and six months, even though it says on the bottle that seven years is the minimum. So, yeah, minimum of seven years, yeah. which is always the case on an mm-hmm. age statement. Um, but when this came out, I thought that Baker's just rebranded and put itself in a new fancy bottle. Did not realize until very recently that they moved to a single barrel. Yep, single barrel, brand new product. So, um, uh, literally on the, like... The, the view, first view and smelling these, you cannot tell them apart at all. No. They, they literally smell exactly the same, um, which is really interesting, and you would kind of expect it because they're the same product. Um, oftentimes, they'll change up the proof, that type of thing, and it makes it kind of a, kind of a difference. But uh, here, you know, same proof, uh, aged a little bit longer, but yeah. Yeah, I got to say, th- the, the single barrel has maybe... Mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit something different up front. Yeah, but very very similar here. Very similar. I think it's got a little bit more bite. Yeah. Um. One thing that I always really really like about Baker's that I think that people don't give it credit for is that it has a really nice kind of like fruity tone to it. Um. To me, it, it kind of mimics a little bit like a like a weeded whiskey, but not as soft. Hmm. So it has the sweetness, but not not so much of like the kind of subtle sweetness. It's more in your face. Interesting. Yeah. Danielle, what do you think about it? I think it looks delicious. Yeah. Um, but I unfortunately cannot enjoy this right now because I've stopped drinking bourbon. Because you don't like <gasps> bourbon anymore? What? No. Records, record scratch. I'm pregnant. <laughs> so <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, unfortunately cannot drink this. But it looks great and smells great. The yeah. secret's out, y'all. The secret's out. I was I was pregnant in our last <laughs> podcast recording, but it was more of a secret. She lied to you all. Pretended, <laughs> pretended to drink. Yeah, I mean, I didn't pretend. I just didn't tell anyone I didn't. So. <laughs> I think at one point you pretended. 
Did I? I don't know. Let's Maybe go back I did. To the tape. You got to do what but you got to do. Either way, yeah, we're expecting Daniel yes. and I yes. on uh, June eighth. Yes. Man. And I'm pretty sure that you know at least ninety five percent of the people listening to this podcast <laughs> already know. know us personally, so this is not news but to you them. D- but, but you don't the, know that first person that tries the us other, out the first time. Yeah, for it's the true. other five percent or less or whatever, however three people maybe. Yeah. Listen to this. For, yeah, for um, those of you who might be tuning in for the first time, breaking news. This is usually the time where I like chime in with like a, a funny tasting note or some little quip, but I got nothing today. Um, <laughs> but see, so we're, yeah. we're also recording this in posterity, so that way you can go back and it's true. Say, like, here's the here was the worldwide announcement. Here, here it is. <laughs> the worldwide <laughs> announcement. Worldwide. Is. Technically, so yeah. Technically, yeah. yeah. So, so, our, our, so yeah. So one thing that I I was curious about is the fact that I was like Danielle, you're gonna be super pregnant for my wedding i will i will be very very pregnant but i think about that time i might be able to use a little sun and uh mm-hmm. and fun so it's gonna be good very stuff. much looking forward to it and of course everybody listening to the podcast is invited to dylan's wedding yeah yep. i mean that's, that's a given said. that's a given that's what we said you're invited but please don't come Right, right. <laughs> There's a limit. There's a limit to what we can hold. There's not they, enough food for they you. They can't but... close Hilton Head, though. So you can come and do like a side party <laughs> during the wedding. Then we'll Free all party, meet up post party. You guys can be there in spirit. Yeah. yeah. Meet us on the beach. Right. I'm not telling you the date. <laughs> I will if you email me. <laughs> Andy, it's how much stores I You have to email Andy. Yeah. yeah. Andy, speaking of, you, you ordered that suit yet? No. Man. I didn't. Um, I'm it's, st- it's still on sale, though, right? You have to order. It doesn't matter about being on sale, Andy. You have to order it in order to get it on time. We had to, we had to let Andy know that sales aren't usually in perpetuity. But this one is apparently. This Will you order that for like tonight? I told Dylan that if the Steelers won the other night, that I was going to order it then. But since they lost, I was going to wait for longer. Kate almost. Don't, it's not a joke. You need Kate to almost it. put a hex on you <laughs> when a, you said that. A hex. She said that was bad juju, and that's why we lost. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. See, you can't do that. So you got a you got a black mark against. I was you. actually rooting for the Steelers. I had them. I had. I had them in a pick them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'll, anyway, he'll I'll, order it. Yeah. I'll order the suit tonight. It's. A, I, I can't. It's a beautiful suit. It's a great looking suit. It's a good looking suit. It's a good looking suit, guys. So yeah. Look out for for pictures on that in in a later date, or yep. if you come in person, or if you come in person. I mean, yeah, you'll, we'll you'll see, see us there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll see y'all there. Yep. So yeah, guys. So holidays are coming up. Yep. We're all gearing up for the holidays. You know, these are usually the times where we like to sit back and we like to reflect on the year. Because I don't know if we're, you know the way our we're going, we're not going to record another one no until twenty twenty. Yeah, no yeah. chance. There's another one in nineteen. So let's let's talk about our year. This is a year in review. Year in review. Year in review. Wow. Yeah. What, what do we want to do? You know, thinking about well, sour mash. We started off the year yeah. um, much like the podcast started off with a bracket challenge. Mm-hmm. We, uh, in early March, we had that um, it against the grain. We did a blind tasting. We yeah. invited some other folks in to taste bourbon and vote on which one advanced. And if I remember correctly, the Blantons uh, won it out. Yeah, yeah. Beat a number of competitors. Is this what we're doing a year and we start in the beginning of the year? Just start in the beginning. Let's just yeah, go just, all the way through every on your heart. every tour we did. <laughs> <laughs> so the next day. <laughs> but no, we've we've had. I think. I mean. For a small business, we have had a very productive, amazing year. We've had a so. great yeah, year. Yeah, we saw some good growth, um, potentially teeing up for some very big things in 2020. Absolutely, which yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll reveal that at a later date. But we're we're very moving exciting. and shaking, guys. 
Yeah, and we're kind of getting to the point now where, you know, the past few years we've been in business, winter tends to be kind of a slow time for us, which we welcome that. Mm -hmm. um, that's totally okay, but we do have some pretty cool events coming up, one of which is um, tomorrow we're doing a UofL alumni happy hour at uh, our partner, uh, the AC Lounge, the AC Hotel in yep. Lulu. So that's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, we're also going to do another level up class on January 30th, Bourbon and Boards. This was the year of the Bourbon and Boards. It yeah. was, took yeah. The, took the city by storm. <laughs> well, you know, I think that charcuterie boards have just become very popular. Um, you know, Board and you, the guys who, who run that business, they've been outrageously successful and that's been exciting to see. Um, I've even had a few people request boards from me for the holidays, so I'm more than happy to do it. I love to do it, but it's just a good pairing with bourbon or with alcohol in general. <laughs> um, so we'll be teaching another one on January 30th. That will be on the Level Up site very soon. But yeah, we're going to be doing some fun events and kind of working on some big stuff for 2020 uh, here over the next couple of months, so I'm really excited for that. So speaking of 2020, um, going into a new decade, we were talking about the other day, like, it's really hard to reflect on a decade when you're just coming out of it. Yeah. It's hard, but you really can't think anything for me that like defined specifically this decade. But for 2019, I think cheese and charcuterie boards ruled the day. <laughs> like that was a that was huge this year. I it would was. say across the board. Yeah, like, I agree. You can go into across the board. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think they have them at like Applebee's now. I mean, they they've just Applebee's. totally gone into the mainstream. I mean, I will say that I love a good cheese and charcuterie board, and I have for quite some time. Um, yeah, you're not a Johnny-come-lately. Nobody's saying that. No. But I was going to say, I think the difference now is that there's an art to mm -hmm. the visuals of a board. Yeah. People take a lot more pride and time in what they look like, not just what's on them, but what they look like. I mean, you can slap a Ritz cracker and some cheddar cheese on a board. I'm not going to be upset. But I think that's, that's kind of what the year was, was the art of the... The cheese and meat board. I think, yeah. I mean, I honestly think it's defined by, like, really refining the, the bar experience. Yeah. I think it went from, like, going and grabbing a cocktail to going and grabbing, like, cocktail charcuterie, like, almost as a meal. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd, you'd invite some friends out and you go and, like, you get this huge board and you're just kind of, like, noshing on it. Not to use your term. I mean, yeah. But, totally uh, use it. But, yeah. I mean, I think that, that bodes well for the city. Yeah. Because it's really like we're creating spaces where people are going in and they want an experience. Like you want something where somebody has to like point out all of the stuff that you're getting on a board. Even though like I don't know about you guys, but I forget every single thing that they Absolutely. tell me. Yeah. There's like this is Manchigo, this is whatever. The only thing I ever remember is and this is of course a baguette from Blue Dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because that's always the last thing. I'm like, that well they that, say. that's a pickle. Kind of <laughs> Blue Dog definitely is a monopoly on yeah, the, the bread. The best thing to do is to go to Butchertown Grocery and get their um, board, which is huge, and just eat that for dinner. Mm -hmm. We've done that before, sit at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just yeah we just went to um, Logan Street Market uh, and they have a cheese shop where you can literally like we got a charcuterie board to go and it just came in like these two little boxes yeah we took them upstairs and ate them yeah it yeah was awesome. so good yeah just doing a little bit more reflecting on what I said a few minutes ago like how you can't really define the decade yet I think one thing that happened this decade and I think it's going to go forward but who knows for how long is just um, the concept of like just craft like craft. Farm-to-table restaurants, uh, craft cocktails, fresh juice, know where your shit comes from. That That's just really come into the mainstream over the past 10 years, mm -hmm. especially. Uh, I don't think that that was really a thing in the, the, the aughts, 
No. Uh, at least not to the same degree as it is right now. I honestly think the aughts were like the, maybe it's just us because of like our age. Yeah. But I think that was like the height of like the whiskey coke. <laughs> Or like the the cranberry vodka, like that's what you went and ordered at a bar. Like yeah, like you never said like oh I want an old fashioned. And I was thinking the other day at Danielle's Christmas party, um, uh, one of her coworkers' husbands, Todd, he was walking up to the bar. It was like a self serve bar, and he had uh, he had a sweet vermouth and a dry vermouth. And I was like, oh man, you're making a, a perfect Manhattan. He goes, yeah, I'm making a perfect Manhattan. And that's it's a Manhattan where you combine. Uh, one half, one part sweet vermouth, one part dry vermouth with your whiskey. And it reminded me of about 10 years ago, maybe nine years ago, when Danielle and I went to her cousin's wedding in Asheville, which mm-hmm. is where we'll be going in a few months. Um, yep. And I went to the bar, and that was really my first kind of foray and my first experience having like a good cocktail in a good bar. And the bartender offered me a perfect Manhattan, and I said, well, I like regular Manhattan, so a perfect Manhattan sounds awesome. Um, it, it, at the time, though, I didn't really quite appreciate it. The driver mooth adds a, a little bit of a weird bite to Different the drink. Bite. But yeah. it's good. I, I tried one on Saturday, and I liked it. Dude, I, it's hard for me to get into Manhattans. They're just so much. They you know? are. Vermouth is one of those things where, like, you either take it or leave it. Yeah. Too, so. You gotta have good vermouth. Yeah, you I mean, have to have a, good vermouth. That's the key to Manhattan. But well, yeah, that's the thing. I've had, I've had some that are that I don't enjoy, and I've had some that I do, and it must be the vermouth. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. You. Sure. Not a whole lot else thing. going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah there's really <laughs> nothing else to it. it. But, but I mean, just to show, like, in the, I really do think in the past ten years, all these like revival speakeasies, all the crap. I mean. That's been a huge movement yeah. in this decade. And it's also one of those things where, like, even with us thinking about bourbon tourism, thinking about this trend, I don't see it, go, you know, everybody says, like, things, like, roll over and kind of go back to the same. I don't see this going anywhere anytime soon, just for the fact that, you know, we're the target demographic for this, and we're just now hitting our peak where we're, like, financially stable. We can go out, we can spend money on nice right. things. Like, that's what we're going to be doing for the foreseeable future, you know, even with kids and things like that coming into the mix. Yeah. Because those n- nice nights out, I'm going to want to go out and grab a, like a craft cocktail or find something or try a new place that I've never been. Well, people always like getting fucked up. <laughs> that <laughs> is a universal constant, time. right? It's just a yeah. matter yeah, of how much, how much thought they're putting into <laughs> what, they're, what they're drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a cool thing, though. I mean, I, like, I think you're seeing it here in Louisville. I don't know, maybe it's more than other places, just for the fact that like there was so much room for growth for it. Yeah. Um, because we were we were kind of on the cusp of being like, hey, we have all of this really cool stuff, and finally the city's really embracing it and saying, like, all right, let's lean in. Right. I mean, if you look downtown, how many places have popped up just in the past like couple of months? Oh, I and know. There's more coming. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And every time we go downtown, we think and you know, for those who don't live here or have never been here, you might think this sounds crazy, but like, wow, there's a lot more people walking around downtown, mm-hmm. like on a weekend. Yeah. Because a lot, you know, our downtown for so many years was just the nine to five, Monday through Friday type of place. And not to say that there's a ton of activity all the time, but um, we were driving through downtown and we were like, wow, there are a ton of people out and about. Mm-hmm. Well, we were, what were we down there for? Not we were down there ago. for. We just went over to Zombie Taco. We went to Zomb- Zombie Taco. Oh, we yeah, did we something. Went there. We went there a couple last week. Yeah. It's very hip. It, yeah, it's very heavy. <laughs> at the end of uh, so so Zombie Taco is in the new Moxie Hotel, and um, it you know we really enjoyed it. But at the end of our meal, I said, "Well, let's let's go to the lobby. Let's check out the lobby." And Andy's like, "We're in the lobby." 
I'm like, oh, the bar is the check-in desk. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how trendy it was. Like I did not realize. Yeah, it's wild to see people walk in with suitcases and everything, and like walk up to the front desk, and, and everybody's like, oh. just yeah, mm-hmm. drinking and eating tacos. Wait, man, and... I'll tell you the thing that I love: the fact that they just had all those free skittles. I didn't see no free skittles. Oh man, there was yeah, a huge thing skittles. full of skittles. You just, could just loose like, skittles. Yeah, just loose Skittles. There was wow. a, it was like a big glass jar, and you just like had a scoop, and you like put it in a cup. Are you sure it wasn't for a guess how many contest? I don't know, but I ate some. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> have you? Do you watch Broad City? I have. Okay. But yeah. There's a Broad City episode that that's an excellent episode <laughs> that we should watch actually tonight. But um, yeah. Um, so, but after we left, you know, you, we left Zombie Taco. We walked upstairs to like the bourbon themed boutique hotel Distill, which is the same property but not the same property. And then walked a block or so to uh, Justin's House of Bourbon, which just opened its Louisville location. Yeah, it's I haven't a been Lexington there yet. Staple. Well, it was their opening day, and they were pouring um, George T. Stag for like. I want to say $7 an ounce. Whoa. Uh, Thomas Handy from 2014 for the same. Then they were pouring like their 14-year Willow pick um, for cheap. Um, so we went there, and I don't know. It was just like kind of downtown is happening right now. There's yeah. a lot going on. It's of exciting. Course it's, it's all centered around bourbon. But ju- you should check out Justin's, man. It's it's wild. No, that'll definitely like be on the yeah. That'll definitely yeah. be on the list for pretty soon. You know, Kate and I take it doesn't take us very long to venture out to new places. Yeah, Pricey for sure. For bottles, I'm fine with that. Well, you're probably not going to buy a bottle. I'm probably not going to buy a bottle. No, well, we're going to have. You're some fine dr- with that we'll because have you're some not drinks going to walk around. I'm not going to buy a bottle. Speaking of, um, I guess more hard to find, but um, so Andy's birthday was this past Saturday, and. Um, you know, every now and then he'll go to a lottery, but uh, I never go. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in waking up early. And, uh, this time around, he mentioned that there was a Pappy lottery. I said, you know what? It's your birthday. I'm going to go with you. And um, my number was drawn. So Dang, I got so So Danielle got it. I did. Well, it's it's Andy's. So we went to, but I was the good we luck went charm. To the, the good luck charm. Tell, tell us about the day. Yeah. What's yeah. the experience? So we woke up, and we went to the Outer Loop Um Liquor barn. Liquor barn. I was going to say party. The fanciest stores. of all the liquor barns. It really is. It is really nice. <laughs> yeah, it's um, brand new. We, oh, they've been brand a new, new one. It's brand yeah. new. I'm thinking about the yes, no. other one. You're thinking about the Fern Valley Road. Fern Valley Road. Yeah, Which one's... I almost mapped us to is the outer <laughs> loop. So, so we got there. It is really nice. And, um, you know, we had some people were telling us you need to get there really early. But they had a thousand bracelets to give out. We got there 30 minutes before it started. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I don't think that they got close to a thousand. I think it was well, maybe like three or four hundred. So he said that with the crowd that they had, you had about a one in four chance of mm-hmm. winning, which That's is pretty great. good. Yeah, which That's is awesome. Great. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I actually I really enjoyed it only because I didn't have to wait in line. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go super early. They pin you in the parking lot. Yeah, they they corral you, um, in the parking Did lot. Did you send outside because yeah. you know you're in your car? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So, um, and they, I think they, I don't know how many bottles they had. Probably I think about a hundred bottles. Yeah. Um. So they ended up calling my number, and we got uh, twelve. And a lot B. A lot B. That's right. Um. They only had one twenty-three, mm. maybe three twenties, and then combination of rise, 10, 12. Fifteens. Fifteens. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that was exciting. Yeah, yeah. My number never gets called. I've never heard my number called on one Ever? of those Pappy. Not that's, a Pappy that's, I mean, I, you guys are a team. Yeah. That's right. So when you win, she wins, she wins, you win. Right. 
you know, so we gotta, it was a happy we gotta, birthday. I'm working to you. on my vows. So <laughs> add that in. <laughs> I gotta think like, so, I yeah, think write that down. Like yep. Yeah, we got a uh, a twelve, and then I promptly traded it for some George T. Stag. Hey, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Yep, nothing so, wrong with that. Something I like no. a little bit better. Have, yeah. So congratulations. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it's exciting. It yeah. was. And then yeah. uh, after that, I made Andy go to urgent care because he had been sick for so long. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was feeling under the weather. I <laughs> so that was the day. That was the day. But the night before, uh, the Bonnie Castle Club, which you've heard about on this here podcast, um, has every six months or so when they get a bunch of allocated bottles in, usually one in the spring and one in the fall, they'll do a flight night. And I'll help write the descriptions, and we kind of come up with different themes. So this was a red letter one because they had a Pappy 23 that they got along with a 15. Uh, so there was a flight that was... 23 and 15 and it was $60 but if you ever go there the pours are insane so yeah. I think we got like two ounces of each of those but that's I, solid it was very solid um I couldn't taste shit though <laughs> oh no I was like so stopped up and I, I went to smell the 15 and I was like man that smells like a bourbon ball and I smelled the 20 or the that 23 smells like a bourbon. that smells like a bourbon ball <laughs> And then, like, I got another flight of something else, like, that had some stag on it and some other stuff, and they all smelled and tasted the exact same Oh, thing. no. So I tried uh, the new Parker's Heritage Dry. I tried this, the Van Winkles, of course, um, the, the new Little Book, all these things that people were raving about, and um, they all, all the just, same. all the same. All, all the same. They all tasted very good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but all exactly but the all same. But all exactly Damn. the same. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Well... So, they can't all be winners. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go get those antibiotics before you do tastings. That's a good point, Dylan. <laughs> I didn't get antibiotics, though. I got steroids. Steroids. Got, he got um, a Z-Pack and oh, some okay. antihistamines. Yeah. He's, it wasn't a Z-Pack. It is. Oh, okay. It is. Listen to your wife. Andy's, <laughs> Andy doesn't go to the doctor very often. Um, he doesn't get sick very often. His quote to me last week, I think I can quote this. I don't get sick very often, so I'm not sure how to handle this. Ah, yeah. Kate does the same. So I do the same thing. Kate, like, will get a sinus infection or something. She's like, why do you never get sick? I'm like, I don't know. And But then when I do get sick, it's bad. I turn into a big old baby. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it all started when we went to Chicago, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And I didn't sleep very well. Um, And I came back, and that's when I started feeling real bad. But while we were in Chicago... Uh, Quincy and I had another grand tasting. Oh, did you record this one? We didn't record it. Okay. No, this is uh, earlier in the year we did one with all these different expressions of barrel bourbon. This time we did a bunch of four roses. We had a a couple of uh, the limited edition small batches and then four single barrels. And it was just funny. The only reason I'm really getting into this, the winner, I'll give Old Town Liquors a shout out. One of their picks, I believe it was the OBSQ from Old Town. Uh, beat out some of these limited edition small batches. Uh, it was very, very good. And then stood toe-to-toe with the Al Young, actually, in a, oh, in a wow. blind tasting after that. But Danielle asked what won, and uh, the response was, oh, it was the Old Town pick. And she's like, the Old Town pick of what? I'm like, Four Roses. She, we were, they're all Four Roses. And then from across the room, Kelly's like, did you know that ahead of time? <laughs> <laughs> they had a lot of, I mean, we... Kelly and I made gingerbread houses while this was happening. Nice. So we were not involved at all. And I thought you guys had like a lot of different. fashion Christmas. That's right. In the hotel room. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I was like, of what? It's like, uh, yeah, they're all, they're all the same. But Kelly was just like her, her exacerbation that 
we tasted six different bourbons and it was all four, all roses. four roses. Like you had no she, idea. And, and it was the, the, her idea that it could have potentially been an accident. Like we all just, <laughs> we all brought four roses. Well, it, in her defense, oh, it could have totally been. But anyway, yeah. anyway, so as usual, he's been drinking a lot of bourbon. And I told him a couple of days, you really need to lay off the drinking. And that didn't happen. So then he went to the little clinic and he got some meds and you're feeling much better now. Yes. And I back on the sauce. Except I, for sluggish. Except for sluggish because he had too much red meat <laughs> at lunch. But that that's is, this, is uh, this an intervention? I know, right? <laughs> Pregnancy hormones, okay. <laughs> no, this is it could be an Time intervention. Time for you to shape it up. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Oh, so Speaking of liquor bar, this is something that's like, have you guys noticed that they've had those damn commercials with the most interesting man in the world? Yes. How the hell did that happen? I <laughs> said the other day, what is this commercial for? And he's like, liquor, liquor. barn. I'm like, And not like what? liquor barn is a national chain. That's, like, so this that's is, what I thought at first. No, that, this yeah. is in Kentucky. Right. In Louisville. Like, yeah. liquor barns are here. I was very confused. Like, he must be struggling for money. What happened? Maybe liquor barns got that money. <laughs> I think, you know. I mean, I think that they do. Um... But I, I thought for sure it was a national ad, and it was like one of those, like uh, you know, the law firms that'll. It's a na- like national ad, but they'll at the end put like the local phone number on there yeah. or whatever the address. It's but like no, Shane Company, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I always thought he was local, Tom he's, Shane. He's your That's my friend. You're talking I, about. Well, he is my friend in the diamond business too, but I didn't know that that bastard had other locations. I thought he was strictly here in Louisville. When you walk into the Shane Company at the top of the door, it literally says like Dubai, and <laughs> Tokyo. It's like all their other locations. Yeah, all, all their other places. Yeah, yeah, I thought that Tom Shane was going to come out and shake my hand while I bought that ring. Tom Shane, no what? But no you know what? I Shane. am glad that I bought it. I bought it before. Rorden takes over because I didn't want Rorden's name on the certificate. What the hell is Rorden? That's his son. Rorden st- Shane? Rorden Shane. You're deep to... into the Shane company uh, yeah, right look, now. This is really, really does have a friend <laughs> in the diamond. <laughs> this is a really, really important does. thing to me. He does all the commercials now. Rorden does. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I've not paid attention. The torch has been passed. Okay. Definitely the, not been the paid The blood attention. diamond has been passed. Wow. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Andy. I'm sorry. I went on my Shane Co. No, rant. no. I mean, but the interesting, <laughs> the most interesting man in the world, he, he says Louisville in the in the thing. Yeah. In his accent, that I'm not going to try. Uh, Dylan's the only one that does accents on this on it's this true. cast. You can't put me and on I the spot. I do sound effects. Yeah. What, what do I do? <laughs> A lot of nothing. But um. I do sound effects too sometimes. That's true. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll have an actual production with like uh, drops and sound effects and stuff like that. Yeah, and then when that time comes, I'll still be in charge of sound effects because I'll be like controlling them. Yeah, so you have board. Like the, the board. It's gonna happen yeah. one of those days where we like have to split up episodes so we can do our Casper mattress advertisements. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Super excited about yeah. that day when it comes. Um, so well, we don't have to just do trustcrooks.com. Trust Crooks. It's the end of the year. It's time to re-up. Time to <laughs> need, need money for holidays. <laughs> getting a car accident. Trustcrooks.com. Trust that's the last spot that you're getting on Sour Mash Podcast. It's true. Got to re-up that 2020 contract. Right? right. Talking to you, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, guys, overall, I think it has been a pretty amazing year. There's been a lot of things that have been going on. It has. Yeah. I got engaged... You guys conceived a child. <laughs> you did? Yeah. You know, the business is growing. Yeah. We're all just 
living our best lives. Yeah, it's been a great year. Um, I'm hoping that, Andy, you can live up to your New Year's resolution in 2020. Ooh, what's this one? I mentioned it on the last podcast. Didn't you listen? I can't remember. I'm gonna. Re- he was actually there. <laughs> I'm going to read a book. Oh. Yeah, a whole book. One book. From start to finish. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to start with. Maybe it'll parlay itself into more books. You know, I hope it does. Yeah. I'm not crossing my fingers for that. You never know. But I, I do hope that it we, parlays into more. So we we actually just went to Barnes & Noble. We had a gift card, and we went, and we bought several books. Yeah? Yeah. Did you read them? I'm working on it right now. We literally just did it. I'm waiting until 2020. <laughs> there, so I said that on the last time, and, you know, I, in all seriousness, would like to read more. Uh, I was watching uh, Seinfeld reruns like I often do in the episode where it's the summer of George and he's uh, all excited. He's got all this time off. He got like some severance from the Yankees. And um, he goes, you know what I'm going to do, Jerry? I'm going to read a book from start to finish and not a magazine either. A real book. (laughs) It literally sounds exactly like you, except Andy's version says maybe it'll be a magazine. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, I read exactly 12 books a year. Because I'm book a book club. club. And, uh, you know, some of the gals in my book club, they are, they're beasts. Like, they read several books a month. Yeah. Um, my maximum is one. And even when I first started, I didn't finish the book. Mm-hmm. I was always, like, the delinquent that was like, sorry, didn't finish. But I do now, and I read one book a month, and, and that's that. So I always told Kate that we were going to do a reading Wednesday, where, like, every Wednesday, instead of watching TV, we were just going to read. And we've done that exactly one time. Yeah. In the yeah, in the two and a half years we've been together. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we would be the same way. My friend Kyle from work, his whole family does a, a, a no screen Monday, so they don't have TV, they don't no phones, no nothing. They just read and like the kids play with their toys and stuff. That's a great idea. Yeah. We should do that. Yeah. Just like us as adults. Those are things that you have to bring in when, you know, when the little one arrives. Well, when I just mean... You like, set those good... Yeah. It's true. Set those like, good examples. As people, we Does should... Does have to be on Monday? What if there's Monday Night Football? <laughs> I knew I knew when Andy goes, well, I knew See, what he was going to say. That's what gets me and Kate, too. Sports times. But yeah, I mean, if Wednesday is some, you know, basketball season's coming up. Oh. Or it's happening it right now. It's happening right now. It's ramping up. It's, it's ramping not like up. you don't check your ESPN app every two seconds well, anyway. That's different than watching it, though. Yeah. Well, well, I couldn't check it if it Danielle, was you just don't understand. Day. I don't. I'm not a sports person. Yeah. I appreciate your, your all's fandom. I just what are your guys' resolutions for 2020? You know, I don't really know. I guess to have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> no, I actually have not. Um, I haven't resolved to do anything. Um, and I don't know that I will. I'm really bad with resolutions. Like, yours are very attainable. I'm always like, you know, you know, new year, new me type yeah. of thing. And I don't know. No resolution yet. Um, I will update you guys if I think of one by the next uh, podcast. But. I think I'm gonna try to be like try to become a morning person. Mm. Oh, that's a great one. That's what I need to do. Yeah, like, and then that's sure. literally like what I would love to do. Like, I'm trying to get into the point of like getting up early and going to the gym. Yeah. So that's mm. been my first step in doing it. So getting up, reading, or like going to the gym every morning and like starting off my day instead of just rolling out of bed and like putting clothes on. That's that should be ours, both of ours. The biggest problem with that is that uh, nighttime's awesome, morning sucks. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. If we were morning people, though, like if I could seize the day, as they say, mm-hmm. man, I would love it. But I, you know, you got to choose between one or the other. It's been easier for me recently because I've just been so exhausted. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, that's a, that's an excellent one. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. So, that's, but I but I admire it. We'll see what happens. Baby steps. Yeah. yeah. Baby steps. Probably involve going to bed earlier. What time do you go to bed? I mean, it depends. Sometimes it's like ten o'clock. Sometimes it's midnight. It just depends. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on how many drinks and what we're uh, watching. Last night, Same. we were watching some Christmas movie that turned out to be just really bad. Um, <laughs> Love the Coopers. We stayed up until like one watching that. Well, I wrapped a lot of gifts. That's true. And ah. then I was like, oh my gosh, what time is it? I got got an early client meeting. Yeah, love the Coopers. Have you ever heard that? No. It's, uh, we just watched... Kind uh, of moody. We just watched a Christmas Prince Royal Baby Ugh. on Netflix. Sounds great. It, it was as good as it sounds. Yeah. 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 I live tweeted it um, <laughs> because I was angry. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll have to go back and check the tweets. What are your, What are your favorite Christmas movies? Favorite Christmas movies. Man, we're going on. Um, Christmas movies, favorite ones. I think that um, White Christmas is up there. What's White, White Christmas is excellent. Is that like the classic one? Yeah, Bing yes. Crosby, oh. Danny Kaye, so Rosemary Clooney. Is that Clooney. the one where they put the show on at the lodge? Snow, snow, oh, snow, man. snow. It won't be long. I can go, yeah. It's I, so good. I, yeah. I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> You've never seen it. I'd watched it at your parents' house. Not full. So, I did. A, something that's turned into tradition um, for Christmas Day at the Brown House is that we watch A Quiet Man. <laughs> and A Quiet Man is not a Christmas movie at all. What is it? It is a John Wayne movie where he is an American who goes back to his family roots in Ireland and then proceeds to punch everybody. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roughly. So that is a that's a that's a Craig Brown special. Very nice. Well, that's not a Christmas movie, but <laughs> I guess it is for you guys. It is. It's a, it is our Christmas movie now. Man, I yep. was just going to say, like, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Christmas Vacation is always up there. I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. Elf. I mean, Home Alone. I Home haven't Alone. seen Elf. Like, we literally said that this week needs to be dedicated to watching Christmas yeah. movies. Watch Elf. Yeah, mm-hmm. watch Elf. That's the thing we did. That's the other thing we did in Chicago, which was really cool, is we saw Home Alone with the symphony orchestra playing the John Williams score. That's pretty awesome. It was kick-ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really hits you at the beginning when they put like the 21st Century Fox thing up and the orchestra played. Oh, when they played. I started to cry. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah. Like, like immediately? I'm starting to get emotional. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Kelly's like, me too. And they had a, a children's choir singing like when they're in the church. And they like, weren't. It wasn't a children's choir. It was a choir. Yeah. There were some kids in there. <laughs> I mean, I just want to be clear. That Maybe on the high end. That would have been like optimal tears. But yeah. yes. Yeah. I thought they were mostly children. That's pretty cool, though. I like the trend of doing like the movie cool. and orchestra yeah. because we do that here in Louisville every now and again. Yeah, I went to the Harry. Potter did the Harry one. Potter? Yeah. yeah, that was cool. But I would say Home Alone. That's got to. Eh. I don't count that as a Christmas movie for some reason. Like it doesn't feel like a Christmas movie. I mean, it legitimately is Christmas a Christmas. It is a Christmas movie, but it's not something that, like every year at Christmas. I'm like, I need to watch Home Alone. Yeah, I always mm. watch Home Alone. I like the Jim Carrey Grinch. Home Alone Two. He hates people. Jim Carrey Grinch. Home Alone Three. I'm a traditional Grinch guy. Like I like. I like the Grinch cartoon, but I. I like I like the the Grinch cartoon, but I really loved that Jim Carrey Grinch whenever I was like. We yeah. You know. However old I was when it came out, it was. We watched some Disney Plus, um, some Mickey Christmas oh, when we put yeah. up our tree. So that's stuff that I hadn't seen in a long time, if no. at all. Yeah, yeah I don't we, know if I've seen we haven't jumped on Disney Plus yet. Oh, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Excellent. Dope. That's dope. Yeah. You know the best thing about like the Disney movies that you don't think about is like they're no longer than like an hour and twenty minutes. You can watch it's like great. five of them in a row, and it's not a big deal. See, that's the worst whenever you start a movie like that and it's like three hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. 
Come on, guys. That's how long White Christmas seemed to me when yeah, I watched no, it. Yeah, no, White Christmas is a it's a creeper. Like it, it, it takes it a little like while. You just don't it like, like the Godfather. You don't like movies like that anyway. <laughs> what do you mean? Just old time movies that you know center around song and dance. That's a good point. I like when it looks like whatever's in the background is made out of cardboard. Yes. Yeah. I just I love I think it's a great movie and I love it. But it's a really, yeah, it's a wonderful movie. Yeah, it's wonderful. So yeah. that's I mean that's and one of the happy hap, happy Christmas since Bing Crosby danced with Danny fucking. K. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's referencing White Christmas. Right. So look, everything goes full circle. Yeah, now you know. Um, I, I like Scrooged. Scrooged is good. I haven't watched Scrooge this year yet. Seen that one. I haven't seen that in a long mm-hmm. time. Always solid. They're coming out with a uh, a dark Christmas Carol for FX. I, I saw, saw that. that. Yeah, it it looks some, extraordinary. It looked dark. like uh, Tiny Tim drowned at one point. Somebody, yeah, yeah, someone drowns, in which I don't remember from the original. But you know, definitely not uh, part of the original. Maybe that's for all of our macabre. Yeah. Listeners out yeah. there. And it's a wonderful them. life. I love that too. Which I know you don't. Clarence! I've never seen it all. <laughs> what do you want, Mary? You want the moon? It's great. <laughs> Clarence, I did it! It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Is that, is, what's the difference between that and Miracle on 34th Street? Same, same, are, literally completely different. Those are just different movies. They seem, they seem like the same to me in my mind. <laughs> okay, well, you should watch them. But what, because they're black and white? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is how much Andy likes old movies. So, <laughs> anyway, we should watch them both, though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think everybody should watch a Christmas movie after they get done listening to this podcast. I think that's what everybody. I should agree. Do. do it. Yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna do when I go home. Yeah, same. I'm gonna cook dinner, and we're probably gonna watch a Christmas movie. That's what we'll do. Yeah, very cool. So, Love I'm it. not gonna have dinner though. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, you're still sluggish. Andy's still sluggish, but you know. From the Sour Mash family to everybody out there, we want to say thank you for another amazing year. We're excited about what's going to happen in 2020, not just from our personal lives, because there's a lot of really amazing things that are going to happen, but also from the business standpoint. So thank you for supporting us. We are really, really excited. Stay tuned. Big things are going to happen. And yeah, watch a Christmas movie. Enjoy the holidays with your family and friends. Try some new bourbons. And anything else you guys want to throw out there? Visit us at www.sourmashtours.com. Shoot us an email to book an experience at info at sourmashtours.com. Check us out on on social social media. media. Yeah. At Sour Mash Tours. And subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays for those that don't celebrate it. Christmas as well. Yeah. So with that, we're going to sign off here. We'll talk to you next time. Cheers. 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 Oh